Shalom and welcome to a new week with Daily Bread for Busy Moms, a daily podcast where we read you the entire Bible in one year based on the weekly Torah portions. I am Harriet, your reader today. And today we have Sunday the 25th of September or the 29th of Elul on the Hebrew calendar. It's the eve of Rosh Hashanah, the new year, and it's day 30 of repentance, of the 40 days of repentance that lead up to the uh, Day of Atonement or Yom Kippur. This new week we have a new parasha or portion of scriptures from the Torah and it is called Vayelech and that means and he went. And the scripture from the Torah is Deuteronomy or Tvarim chapter 31 verse 1 through verse 3. Before we start reading the scriptures, please join me in blessing and thanking the Lord for giving us His word. Blessed are you, Lord our God, King of the universe, who gives the Torah of truth and the good news of salvation to His people Israel and to all peoples through His Son, Yeshua the Mashiach, our Master. So Moshe went and spoke these words to all Israel, and he said to them, I am 120 years old today. I can no more go out and come in. The Lord has said to me, You shall not go over this Yarden. The Lord your God himself will go over before you. He will destroy these nations from before you, and you shall dispossess them. And Yoshua will go over before you, as the Lord has spoken. That was Deuteronomy or Dvarim 31, 1 through 3. Now we have the portion from the prophets, and today we will read from Zephaniah or Zephaniah chapter 2. Gather yourselves together. Yes, gather together, your nation that has no shame. Before the appointed time, when the day passes as the chaff, before the fierce anger of the Lord comes on you, before the day of the anger of the Lord comes on you. Seek the Lord, all you humble of the land, who have kept his ordinances. Seek righteousness, seek humility, It may be that you will be hidden in the day of the anger of the Lord. For Gaza will be forsaken, and Ashkelon a desolation. They will drive out Ashdod at noonday, and Ekron will be rooted up. Woe to the inhabitants of the sea coast, the nation of the Cherethites. The word of the Lord is against you, Canaan, the land of the Philistines. I will destroy you, that there will be no inhabitant. The sea coast will be pastures, with cottages for shepherds and folds for flocks. The coast will be for the remnant of the house of Yehuda. They will find pasture. In the houses of Ashkelon, they will lie down in the evening, 
for the Lord their God will visit them and restore their fortunes. I have heard the reproach of Moab and the insults of the children of Ammon, with which they have reproached my people and magnified themselves against their border. Therefore, as I live, says the Lord Svaot, the God of Israel, surely Moab will be as Sodom and the children of Ammon as Gomorrah, a possession of nettles and salt pits and a perpetual desolation. The remnant of my people will plunder them, and the survivors of my nation will inherit them. This they will have, have for their pride, because they have reproached and magnified themselves against the people of the Lord Svaot. The Lord will be awesome to them, for he will famish all the gods of the land. Men will worship him, everyone from his place, even all the shores of the nations. You Cushites also, you will be killed by my sword. He will stretch out his hand against the north and destroy Assyria, and will make Nineveh a desolation as dry as the wilderness. Herds will lie down in the middle of her, all the animals of the nations. Both the little owl and the great owl will lodge in its capitals. Their calls will echo through the windows. Desolation will be in the thresholds, for he has laid bare the cedar beams. This is the joyous city that lived carelessly, that said in her heart, I am and there is no one besides me. How she has become a desolation, a place for animals to lie down in. Everyone who passes by her will hiss and shake their fists. That was Zephaniah chapter 2. Now we have our portion from the writings, which will be Today, Second Chronicles or Devray Hayamim Bet, Chapter Twenty Two. And the inhabitants of Jerusalem made Ahaziah his youngest son king in his place, because the band of men who came with the Arabians to the camp had slain all the oldest. So Ahaziah, the son of Jehoram, king of Yehuda reigned. Ahaziah was 42 years old when he began to reign, and he reigned one year in Jerusalem. His mother's name was Atalia, the daughter of Omri. He also walked in the ways of Ahab's house, because his mother was his counselor in acting wickedly. He did that which was evil in the sight of the Lord as did Ahab's house, for they were his counselors after the death of his father to his destruction. He also followed their counsel and went with Jehoram, the son of Ahab, king of Israel, to war against Hazael, king of Syria, at Ramoth-Gilad. And the Syrians wounded Joram. He returned to be healed in Jezreel, of the wounds which they had given him at Ramah, 
when he fought against Hazael, king of Syria. And Azariah, the, the son of Yeruham, king of Yehuda, went down to see Yehoram, the son of Ahab, in Jezreel, because he was sick. Now, the destruction of Ahaziah was of God, in that he went to Yoram, for when he had come, he went out with Yehoram against Jehu, the son of Nimshi, whom the Lord had anointed to cut off Ahab's house. And it came to pass, when Jehu was executing judgment on Ahab's house, and found the princes of Yehuda and the sons of the brothers of Ahaziah, serving Ahaziah, that he killed them. He also sought Ahaziah, and they caught him. Now he was hiding in Samaria. And they brought him to Yehu and killed him, and they buried him, for they said, He is the son of Jehoshaphat, who sought the Lord with all his heart. So the house of Ahaziah had no power to hold the kingdom. Now when Ataliah, the mother of Ahaziah, saw that her son was dead, she arose and destroyed all the royal offspring of the house of Yehuda. But Jehoshabeth, the king's daughter, took Joash, the son of Ahaziah, and stealthily rescued him from among the king's sons who were slain, and put him and his nurse in the bedroom. So Jehoshabeth, the daughter of King Jehoram, the wife of Jehoiada the Kohen, for she was the sister of Ahaziah, hid him from Ataliah, so that she did not kill him. He was with them hidden in God's house six years, while Ataliah reigned over the land. That was Second Chronicles chapter 22. And now we have arrived at our final portion of scripture for today from the Apostolic Writings. And we will read the book of Revelation, chapter 9. Then the fifth angel sounded, and I saw a star from heaven which had fallen to the earth, and a key to the pit of the abyss was given to him. And he opened the pit of the abyss, and smoke went up out of the pit like the smoke from a burning furnace. And the sun and the air were darkened because of the smoke from the pit. Then out of the smoke came locusts on the earth, and power was given to them, as the scorpions of the earth have power. They were told that they should not hurt the grass of the earth, neither any green thing, neither any tree, but only those people who do not have the seal of God on their foreheads. And they were given power not to kill them, but to torment them for five months. And their torment was like the torment of a scorpion when it strikes a person. And in those days people will seek death and will in no way find it. They will desire to die and death will flee from them. The shapes of the locusts were like horses prepared for war, and on their heads were something like golden crowns, and their faces were like people's faces. 
They had hair like women's hair, and their teeth were like those of lions. And they had breastplates like breastplates of iron. The sound of their wings was like the sound of chariots, or of many horses rushing to war. And they have tails like those of scorpions and stings. In their tails they have power to harm men for five months. They have over them as king the angel of the abyss. His name in Hebrew is Abaddon. But in Greek he has the name Apollyon. The first woe is past. Behold, there are still two woes coming after this. Then the sixth angel sounded, and I heard a voice from the horns of the golden altar, which is before God, saying to the sixth angel who had the shofar, Free the four angels who are bound at the great river Euphrates. So the four angels were freed, who had been prepared for that hour and day and month and year, so that they might kill one-third of mankind. Now the number of the army of the horsemen was twice ten thousand times ten thousand. I heard the number of them, and thus I saw the horses in the vision, and those who sat on them, having breastplates of fiery, red, hyacinth blue, and sulfur yellow, and the horses' heads resembled lions' heads, and out of their mouths proceeded fire, smoke, and sulfur. By these three plagues were one-third of mankind killed, by the fire and the smoke and the sulfur which proceeded out of their mouths. For the power of the horses is in their mouths and in their tails, for their tails are like serpents and have heads, and with them they harm. But the rest of mankind, who were not killed with these plagues, did not repent of the works of their hands, that they would not worship demons, and the idols of gold and of silver and of brass, and of stone and of wood, which cannot see, hear, or walk. And they did not repent of their murders, their sorceries, their sexual immorality, or their thefts. That was the book of Revelation, chapter 9. If you are reading through the apostolic writings twice this year, you would also read Acts, chapter 16, today. This is Harriet with Daily Bread for Busy Moms. I wish you Shavuot Tov, a blessed new week. And also, Hag Sumeach and Shana Tova, have a wonderful new year. And if you're celebrating Rosh Hashanah, I know you're busy tomorrow or today before it starts. So may you be blessed and get strength from the Word of God. Shalom from Israel. Until next time.